Hello, you are listening to Disney Travel Tales, episode number 36. This is a space where you can escape the real world and immerse yourself in someone's recent Disney trip. I'm Jenny, and in today's episode, I'm talking with Aubrey all about Typhoon Lagoon. Aubrey is an Orlando local, and they visit Typhoon Lagoon often, especially this time of year when the parks are busy. I think if you've ever been on the fence about visiting a Disney water park, this might be the episode to convince you, because it did it for me. If you're interested in visiting Disney or Typhoon Lagoon, I would love to help you plan your trip. I am an independent agent working for my favorite travel agency, Charlie Lane Travel. Charlie Lane Travel is now an authorized Disney travel agency. And let me just say, I am ready to help make your Disney dream vacation a reality. All of my services are complimentary to you when you book with me. I will book your resort and tickets, I will make your dining reservations, and I will also help you plan your days at the park. You'll even have my phone number where you can contact me at any time. I just love Disney and Disney parks and want to spread the love. See the show notes for a form to fill out for a free, no obligation quote. Okay, so let's get going. Imagine yourself going down one of the big water slides at Typhoon Lagoon and let's go. For coming on the show today, we are going to talk all about Typhoon Lagoon. Hi, how are you doing? I'm great. I am so excited to talk to you. Um, I reached out to Aubrey on Instagram and I just asked her, Hey, you want to come on the show and talk about this? And she was like, Sure. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for reaching out and inviting me to um, come and talk about Typhoon Lagoon. Like you said, I don't think a lot of people know about Typhoon Lagoon, but um, my name is Aubrey. Um, we are a family of six. We have four kids. Um, I do share their names because they're Disney and it's fun. Um, their names are Donald and Daisy, our oldest two. They're twins. And then we have Oliver and our youngest is Winnie. And we are St. Louis area natives. So we moved down here in um, the fall of 2019. So we're not, or neither of us are originally from Florida. We're from the Midwest. And so we moved down here for Disney. We really like going to Disney and we don't like being cold. That was the second highest reason. Um, and so when we moved down here, we are Disney Vacation Club members. And so we have been able to, through that, receive annual passes that like the gold and platinum that Florida residents could get. And so we were gold pass holders for a year or so before moving. Um, but we had not become platinum plus yet be just for the price and coming down in water parks. When we were, when we were vacationing, I will say water parks weren't necessarily a priority for us. Um, but there was, they ran up uh, like a promotion for Disney vacation club members. I believe in, it was 2018 because I was pregnant with Winnie and they were a, essentially trying to get Disney vacation club members to get back into the parks. A lot of them will just come and stay on property or like they own at Saratoga Springs and they just want to go over to Disney Springs and or they just enjoy Disney resorts or they at least were, and they weren't going to the parks as, and spending their money like Disney wanted them to. And so they ran a promotion to get them back into the parks, which somehow ultimately meant 
that we got our passes upgraded for, I think, free just for the remainder of our contract Mm -hmm. to Platinum Plus. And it used to be that Platinum Plus was the way that you got water park. There was not just an add-on water park option. And so when it was when they had done that, that's how we started experiencing the water parks and we learned that we really loved them. So then um when we renewed our passes or no, it was when we moved down here. We did not want to our first Christmas want to be blacked out of the um parks during mm-hmm. the holidays. And so our rather than like a big Christmas, we decided to upgrade our passes to platinum. And our plan was to upgrade our passes to platinum plus in the spring, because you used to be able just to jump up. And at the time, because we hadn't been Florida residents, we were having to pay for our passes in full. So mm-hmm. the jumping up like that wasn't, it wasn't having to mess with a payment plan with contracts or anything. And so but we didn't want to be Platinum Plus yet, and but then the world shut down, and yeah. we never became Platinum Plus, and then Platinum Plus never came back, and we were itching for when they opened passes back up for us to be able to, like, come on, give us something for the water parks, give us something for the water parks, and we went ahead and added them on, and it's it's been really, really awesome, even though it's not even summer yet. We have really enjoyed having them. Yeah, that's so fun, especially being local and close there. You can just be like, oh, hey, let's go to a water park today. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy just like, especially the parks have been very, very busy. And on a Saturday where I'm like, like, we want to go to Disney, but I'm just not in the mood to <laughs> deal with the crowds today. We just go to Typhoon Lagoon. And it. I mean, we were there this last Saturday and it, I think it was last Saturday, it was busier than the times we had been before, but it was still nothing. And I know that won't stay. Come summer, it's going to be a whole different ballgame. But yeah. at least right now, it's been a wonderful way to go to Disney and be in the Disney bubble and be away from people. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's people. so nice. One of our goals um, is to go to one of the water parks when on one of our trips and we come back because my kids love water parks. I mean, we're from Texas. We have water parks here and stuff, but they're like, we have to try a Disney water park, but it's so hard when you go to Disney like once or twice a year. Do you really want to take a whole day to do a water park? But now that my kids are older, I really think we will take a whole day to do a water park because I they might even enjoy it more. And well, and it's hard if it's because it's, I don't think when you purchase a general Disney ticket package, I don't think any of those tickets can be used as a water park day. I think you have to go and specifically buy a water park ticket. And right now, I'm hoping that come as the months go on, that they will extend the park hours past five. There's still only five. So I think a lot of people look at that and they go, well, we already bought tickets. And I think it's $69 or something for a single day adult ticket to Typhoon Lagoon. And they're going, why are we going to go? And we can't need, I mean, I mean, there's no reservation system for it, but I don't, you would then miss out if you've purchased a ticket, even if you get a park reservation for say to go to Hollywood studios in the evening, how do you justify spending your entire day at Typhoon Lagoon and not spending the entire day at Hollywood studios when right. you purchase that higher price ticket for it? Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I can see where in this summer you're like, oh yeah, take me to the water park. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just too hot. It's too, too hot. hot. <laughs> okay, so 
actually looked on the Disney website. They describe everything, but there was no description for Typhoon Lagoon except, hey, come look at our attractions. So what would you describe like the theming of Typhoon Lagoon? It is a shipwrecked island. So it's very, very tropical. Both of the water parks have like a, um, a mascot. So they have this little like gator mascot and in at Typhoon Lagoon, he's dressed in like with a surfboard and beach wear. Um, but at the back of the wave pool, you see, I guess, like a volcano where a ship has like crashed onto or it's at the peak. of. I don't really know how, honestly, my my kids call it Noah's Ark because they're go. like looking up there and they're like, it's a boat on a mountain. So it has to be <laughs> I, I, because I, you do look at it and you're like well, you're shipwrecked, but how did the boat get up there? Like, if you really start to think about the theming of it, but it's a tropical shipwrecked island. So everything's based around you being shipwrecked on an island. That's awesome. That sounds fun. Everything a water park should be. Yes. Okay, so now we're just going to run through a day at Typhoon Lagoon, like where y'all like to kind of start your day, what time you get there, and just like rise at your kids. Like, because how old are your kids? Our twins are 10. Our third is six and Winnie is three. Okay. So yeah, it's a great like age range for people to kind of get an idea mm-hmm. of what their kids might like. Yes. Um. So we are notorious for never rolling out of the house until around three o'clock. <laughs> um, now, water parks, we don't go to, if Ben is like off one day or um, he has a really flex working schedule. So let's say he's done around noon and we, we would probably go to Typhoon Lagoon around one. The rest of the parks, like you're never going to really see us there unless it's like four o'clock because we just wait till Ben, Ben works from home. We just wait till he's done working and then we all go up there together. Um, but because Typhoon Lagoon closes at five, we, we would have to get there earlier. So we usually don't go rolling into Typhoon Lagoon until around one o'clock mm-hmm. um, when you you will very rarely, rarely see us anywhere before noon. There has to be something big happening that day <laughs> for us to be there. Um, and so when we go in the front, we usually, the first thing is we go find like an area around the wave pool just to find our chairs and set the stroller there and to be able to leave it. Um, this past Saturday, it was a little more challenging. So the wave pool, because it's Typhoon Lagoon and it's there is a Typhoon wave pool and it's very big, our younger two aren't necessarily like they'll go out, but they're very hesitant because I think the wave comes every 90 seconds. So, mm-hmm. so they're very aware that like, if I'm standing here, I could get completely wiped out. And the way the wave pool works is like the big typhoon comes, but then when it comes inward, it does taper off, but they have it where there's these buildup of rocks then where people are generally standing. So mm-hmm. it'll come though. And there's like a backwash that happens. So if you don't know that backwash is coming and you think, Oh, it's a weight, a general normal wave pool. You think, Oh, it's going to get here and be fine. No, you got to watch behind you. <laughs> there's going to be so something fun. that turns around and you're going to get splashed really good. If say you're sitting on those rocks, just watching your kids, like uh-huh. that's not necessarily a, a safe place to be. If you're trying to stay just dry and watch kids. Yeah. Um, But attached to the wave pool over, if you're like looking at the shipwreck over to the left, there are two slides that I don't believe they have a height limit, but they are not 
kitty baby slides. Like, mm-hmm. Oliver, the six-year-old, will not go down them, and Winnie will not go down them. Daisy and Donald will go down them fine, but even Daisy, like, Daisy and Donald now are kind of, um, like, they're they're not boring to them, but there's other slides they would rather go to. Yeah. So I would say if you have a, a brave six, seven, eight-year-old, those are your slides to go to. But they're attached to where the wave pool kind of comes over into an, an inlet of water where you get some waves, but the waves are not as intense as in the main part of the wave pool. And that is where we usually set up our stuff because it's Winnie and Oliver know that they can just go out and splash around and play in the water there. And they're going to get some of the fun waves, but they're not going to get taken out. And then when they're sitting there, either Ben or I usually then take Daisy and Donald and we go over to, I don't really know the directions of how things go, but there's, if you go, if you're looking at the wave pool and you choose to walk to the right, mm-hmm. you're going to get the big drop slides that they do not do. And then you're going to get some slides that are like more intense resort slides is okay. the best way I can compare them. I have not gone down them yet, but that was Daisy and Donald's. They like to go down those and they think that they're exciting enough for them. And there's and they can race because there's three slides. I have heard because it is a trek. Like if I sit, cause there's a place at the end of slides to sit. If you don't want to go down them and wait for people to come down. Um, usually the majority of the time that I'm sitting there, it's because it's a solid five to seven minute walk to get to the top where the slides are. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that during the summer you could wait a solid 45 minutes to an hour to get to the top and go down that slides. Now I will say, I don't know if 45 minutes to an hour is worth it for those slides for yeah. some people. Um, but if you're not waiting at all, then they don't mind the walk up to the top. So that's usually the first thing they go do. Um, and then we don't really have like a set schedule after that. It's kind of like the kids now know, well, there's this raft right over here. Um, the only one I have gone on with Daisy and Dawn that's a raft ride is Geyser Point, I believe. And I'm kind of scorned from family raft rides because when I, when we had upgraded our passes and I was pregnant with Winnie, I was like 36 weeks pregnant with Winnie. And when we went to, we had gone to Blizzard Beach and everyone kept going, Oh, have you guys done the family raft ride? Have you done the family raft ride? And we were like, no, that sounds like fun. And so you take a ski lift to the top, to the family raft ride. And I'm thinking like, this can't be bad. Like I am pregnant. Oliver is too. This cannot be bad. Uh-huh. It was frightening. <laughs> And I'm, like, wondering if this thing flips. I don't know if, like, we just didn't have enough people in it because I think they're intended to hold 10 and maybe the weight of it would have helped. Uh But I was, like, I don't know how they let me on this. Like, because there are so many things at Disney that are, like, if if you're pregnant, don't ride the teacups. And I'm, like, how are they giving me a warning for that but not a warning for this? Like, why is this okay? Um, But I also just could have been overly hyper emotional. I would be interested to go on and now not pregnant, but Blizzard Beach hasn't reopened from their refurb. Um, and see if I feel the same. But I was very <laughs> hesitant to go on the Geyser Falls one with Daisy and Donald because I was like, you all are much more daredevil than me. Like mm-hmm. all I have to recall is that family raft ride from Blizzard Beach where I was scared out of my mind. But that one's not bad. It's a little bit Winnie even likes it. Winnie will ride that one. Oliver is more timid than the other ones. He will not get on it. But Daisy and Donald and Winnie will go on that one. It's just more bumpy, but you don't like swoosh up on the sides at all. Gotcha. 
and then it spits you out. And so if I'm on that with Daisy and Donald, Ben will take the kids over, the two younger ones over to Catch a Kitty Creek. That has a, the whole area is supposed to have a height age requirement. I would say if you're a family like ours and your kids are not at the 14-year-old threshold or if you're not comfortable letting them go off on their own, as long as your older kids are in that area being respectful that it is a younger kid area, they're not going to make them leave and they're not going to ask them to go anywhere. They're not going to be allowed to go down the slides that are over there or the little, there's like a little raft one where like, you know, the inner tubes and then there's a flat space on the center, like of the donut. So they don't go all the way through. There's a little raft right over there for kids that are under a height limit. That's Mm -hmm. very slow that they can go down a little hill. And then there's two little slides that Winnie and Oliver really enjoy going down. So like your older kids that are past the height requirement can't do that, but they can hang out there as long as they're not like running down the other kids that are smaller. Um, But that's really cute. So Ben or I will go over there and then, there's the lazy river we've done, but that's all I think Ben has done some of the bigger rafts with the kids or there's another raft ride. That's a single person one. I haven't done those, but I, Ben thinks those are fun. That's so nice that they have that like kid area for the smaller kids with little rides because sometimes water parks have kid areas, but it's just more like splash stuff. Not so much oh, like actual yeah. rides. Like that's so nice. It is. It's like a little practice area for get ready for the big ones. Or yeah. we know that you probably like, I mean, I'm sure there's some two-year-olds that are like, no, I want to go on the big stuff. And they can't. So it's, yes, it's really cute. And it's, that's really, it's themed around um, sand castles. And like, there's a little sand ship that they can climb on mm-hmm. with a little bird's nest and shoot water guns. And it's really, really cute. That sounds awesome. Yeah. My niece is three and she is, she's braver than my nine-year-old. She'll be like, she'll tell my daughter, oh, that's not scary. And my daughter's like, that's scary. (laughs) I think Winnie will wind up being more of a daredevil like Daisy. Uh And Oliver is just like, no, thank you. I'm, he's like me. I'm, I'm fine on the ground. We're good. I'm happy to watch. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about some of the food. Have y'all ate at some of their restaurants there? Not the quick service. We don't eat a ton on property. We kind of buy snacks. We bring our meals. That's one of the ways that we're able to be in the parks sometimes four or five days a week is we don't buy a lot of food, but we have noted the food. And because it looks like if it tastes as good as it looks, they have more unique food offerings the Magic Kingdom. Oh, wow. I would be more inclined if I were to go, I want to eat quick service on property. I'd be, let's go to Typhoon Lagoon. They have like a cauliflower. Um, oh, what is it called? It's like a, a cauliflower um, couscous looking type bowl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have um, some interesting like oh, just turkey wrap things, things that I'm like, Why can we not get better food at Magic Kingdom? Why is it all? I mean, I get that you want it to be like Carnival, but I have a hard time justifying quick service food purchases of any kind at Magic Kingdom and spending the money on it for all of us. Whereas Typhoon Lagoon, I'd be like, that looks unique. Or like, I'm not a big meat eater, not by, I'm not vegan or vegetarian. I don't, I just don't go for it. I Mm -hmm. would love a vegetarian option and I'm not much for 
meat substitutes. I want something loaded with vegetables. Mm -hmm. Typhoon Lagoon seems to have more of that than any other park. That's really interesting. mm -hmm, I'm like, why did you put, like, no one's here. Yeah. Why did you put all these really good food choices in Typhoon Lagoon? Um, The one thing we have eaten and we do always get is there is a Joffrey stand that has mini donuts. Mm-hmm. And they're like tiny little funnel cakes. Oh, and yeah. you can dip them in they I think they have like I don't know a car we've only gotten the chocolate and raspberry sauce. There's a third sauce choice and I can't tell you if it's like white chocolate or it might be marshmallow. I'm not sure. I like the raspberry sauce. I am not a donut person. I don't always get a funnel cake, but these tiny mini donuts are worth every bit of money you might want to put towards snacks. <laughs> that sounds amazing. They're very good. That sounds so good. And that's also good to know that you can't, because I think people forget that you can bring food into the parks. Um, So even if you are going and staying at a resort, you can still get like grocery deliveries to your room if you have a fridge. We always used to do that. I mean, we never flew down. We always drove when we vacationed. So for us, going off property and being able to make a Walmart run um, was not it was something we just did. And mm-hmm. we always in our resorts, I mean, eventually if we weren't staying on DVC points in a DVC room, our family size got maxed out of being able to stay on property mm-hmm. and be guaranteed a conjoining room. We just didn't do it. And the price just really, once you have two conjoining rooms, the price just starts getting, it's not a, it's not affordable for a family who's wanting to come to Disney six times a year. Right. So we started staying off property which then we would find condos with full kitchens and we would stock the full kitchen and we would eat breakfast there and we'd eat our normal breakfast that what the kids eat every day at home. We would pack the lunch. We have our go-to dinners that we can put in a cooler or we know that they need to stay cold, that they don't need to be microwaved. We would prepare them and bring them. It's the rule used to be, you can bring whatever will fit in a soft shelled cooler. That's not like, on wheels. Mm-hmm. I will say recently I've seen a lot of people with wheelie coolers. Oh, I don't know if they've been, I mean, I've also noticed that like even right before shutdown, they put that wagon rule into place. I've not seen that enforced lately either. So I don't know if those rules of the past have gone out the window. Um, but at least, I mean, I hope they don't change the food thing. I think it'd be a hard thing for them to go back. Cause when I was yeah. little, they, you couldn't bring food mm-hmm. into the parks. Um, and I remember us smuggling in candy <laughs> during the fireworks and my mom, like hiding it in places of the backpack. Cause like you wanted something to eat while you waited for the fireworks. Mm-hmm. But by that point you've spent so much money. Um, I hope they don't change that. I think that would be really hard with especially all the dietary needs people have these days. It would be hard for them to, they would have to offer much more food choices and I, I, they're nowhere near that. So I don't think the bringing in a food is anything that's going to change anytime soon. Yeah. And just the time it would take to search everyone's bags. Like, oh my gosh. I I mean, and they finally got security fast by installing the walkthrough things, but, and I never, I, we don't go to, we don't have universal passes and I went to universal once and it was before Disney had changed. And I'm like, how is it that they have this down much quicker? Yeah. Like, it's so what much are we better. doing, Disney security? Why is this taking? But finally, it's a much more efficient, mm-hmm. smoother process. Yeah, it is. I know when every time we go, we take snacks into the park, but we always take water. Like, 
I would never go to a Disney park without my own water because that water is so expensive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can get free ice water, but I will even say that depending on the park you're in and depending on the resort you're at, their tap water all tastes different. Mm -hmm. So you can get some that you're like, oh, this is some Florida tap water right here. <laughs> and then, like, you can get some that you're like, oh, this is... This is not bad water. You kind of don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, but even if you can bring in a big jug, like we have a large thermos thing. Um, it's been nice that a lot of the, it, they've been installing those water refill stations. Um, I would love to see more of them. Hollywood Studios is the best on those. Oh, um, nice. But I would love to see more done at Magic Kingdom because it's really hard to get water there. Um and Animal Kingdom is kind of hit or miss. You guys, we've kind of learned where to go. But I'm trying to think if you're not local, would you really know, like, here's where I have to go. The water refill stations at Animal Kingdom are in the line for Navi River Journey. What? Right. That's it's very, very strange. It's like when they did Pandora, they wanted to bring in a lot of those eco mm -hmm. things. But then they put them in the line queue. I'm like, and that line is always long. I'm like, oh, who can get to these? Like, oh, put them sad. out. I don't know. But slowly, they're getting them, and that's nice to see, because then you can just bring your reusable cup, reusable bottle, and just refill it. Yes, absolutely. And that is filtered water. It's not just tap water. It runs through a filtration system. Oh, I actually didn't even realize that. Mm-hmm. Those are really nice. They're, um, I've heard why Disney's been slow to put them in is they're about $10,000 to install just one of them. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. So, and then to get the pipe and everything running, and then... If you, the strange things we've observed is the different water refill stations are all different companies. So I'm sure it's whoever probably has voluntarily said, you have to pay the $10,000 for the installation, but we will donate the system to you all. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, Disney's not going to pay for things they don't have to pay for. They can be like, you get your name put right here on this water. So you're getting, <laughs> you want it, you put it in. Um, but then like you have to have somebody making sure they're coming out and refilling it. And I think that they have their own even service people. Cause when I see that they're down, they can be down for a week, I think until they get a service person out there for it. And it's, I don't think it's a Disney employee that fixes those. Yeah. It's from the company. Mm -hmm. That's so cool though, because y'all are local. You like notice stuff like that. <laughs> no like, I love that stuff like that. To. <laughs> I think that's so cool. I love all those little things like that. Oh, this is an important question. I think this is an important question. Is the water at the parks cold or is it heated? It's heated. Oh, it's nice. really nice. I was going to say that. And I I remembered because you sent me the preview of questions. And I almost said this earlier. And I was like, no, because I bet she asked this. Um, it's not. So we have gone when it's like 80, 82 degrees. You will get chilly. Like the big pools of water or mm -hmm. the water on the slides is all very comfortable. Now, with that being said... What is that going to mean for summer? Yeah. I wonder if they cool it because I'm not sure if it's water that I would necessarily want to be. It feels like bath water. Yeah. And I'm wondering, it'll be very interesting to see what that does in summer. But at, for an 80 to 85 degree day, it's nice. I'm not uncomfortable. There are areas like um, where you're walking across a bridge or like when you're in the lazy river, it spurts water at you uh -huh. or sometimes like. You go under the bridge and it feels like water's trickling. I'm like, why is this necessary? <laughs> that is very cold. Okay. <laughs> um, or when you're on the lazy river, there is a very big waterfall. And it, Winnie, 
was not it it kind of hurts your head. I mean, it hurts your head to a point where people were taking other inner tubes and trying to cover themselves with it. Oh my gosh. Because it's, I'm like, can we just turn that off? Like, like it's the dial lace. it down. Yeah. Just dial down that water a bit. And that was cold water. That was unpleasant. Okay. Um, but the majority of like being in the wave pool and all that, it's, it's like bath water. Oh, that's so nice. That's mm-hmm. so nice to know. It's warmer than I feel like most because they always say that the resort pools are mm-hmm. heated. And I'm like, are they? But it feels warmer than I have ever. I would. I'm hesitant to go in a resort pool in 80 degrees. I am, have not been hesitant to go in the Typhoon Lagoon water. That's awesome and good to know. Yeah. I feel like the resort pools, it's also hit or miss with the resort because we've been in some that are warm yes. and feel good. And then we've been in others that I'm like, and no, no, I'm, this is they're not tricking good. us. <laughs> yes. This I agree. This is a trick. <laughs> so overall, when y'all been at the parks, how busy were they? Not busy. Typhoon Lagoon, not busy recently at all. No one, even when we went on, what was the, was it Labor Day? Did we just have Labor Day? President's Day. President's Day. The parks were sold out. We knew that we did not want to go near one of the four major parks that day. We went to Typhoon Lagoon. We in our we had an, we had planned on trying to get ourselves out of the house around 11 a.m. because we were worried that they would reach capacity because there is no reservation system to get into Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach. You just show up, and if they have reached capacity, then you get turned away. Um, but if they have not reached capacity, like you just go in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were very scared, like, because we didn't go rolling out of the house until 1245, one o'clock in true fashion. And when we got there, we were like, there's nobody here. Why is there nobody here? This is a major holiday. <laughs> there's no one here. Um, That's I even awesome. had someone message me and go, stop telling people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. I don't want to not, I, I don't know. Like, I get it. I get it. Like, yeah, yeah. you're like, I mean, I don't think if people aren't going to go during this time, they're not going to go, but it, there was nobody there. And then this past Saturday was one of the hottest days we've had in a long time, like 89, 90. And it was busier. It was about a 15 minute wait for the slides. And my kids were like, it's, it's a 15, 20 minute wait. I can see a line. And I'm like, guys, it's just going to get worse. Like yeah. <laughs> you've got to get ready for it. Um, and that was, but it's not ever been crazy at all. I can see that when it does get crazy, it might get real crazy, but we've not experienced that yet. Mm-hmm. Because how many slides or rides do you think there are in total? Like mm-hmm. around about one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe 12 to 15 total slides. Yeah. So if it is really busy, I mean, it's going to be based on the way that that line wraps up to the top of the slides and how long it is. I feel like it will get pretty busy. And I will say I'm probably more tolerant of a busy magic kingdom than I will be of a busy typhoon lagoon. Yeah. I could see it starting to feel very cramped very quickly. And just because there's, sand everywhere and I mean Disney is very clean as it is but I could see Typhoon Lagoon you starting to go 
there's just sand everywhere and there's not really a way for them to keep sand out of like the bathroom and to keep the floor always clean because you go in there and you're drippy. And so you just start kind of feeling like, but it doesn't feel that way yet. But I can see that in the peak of summer, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I don't want anyone to come back and be like, she said it was awesome. And I'm like, I said it was awesome in March, <laughs> not July and August. Yeah. So I could see July and August. It may be being a place that you're like, it's a little scary, but yeah. I don't know. I can report back and see. I yeah. just haven't been, <laughs> I haven't done it yet. You know, we went to Disney last March for spring break and I just assumed that it would be way too cold to go to a water park. So maybe that's why people aren't going right now, even though they're traveling to the parks. Another reason might be because they don't even know if it's warm enough to go. I think they think that it's probably going to be cold. Yeah, because our water parks here in Texas, the water is not heated. And they open in May, and that water is like ice cold. And so unless you're super brave or just a crazy kid, because kids sometimes can just get in the coldest water and not face I don't care. I, yeah. I don't know how they do it, but they can. But, yeah, so maybe people are just under that impression. It's nice to know that it's heated, though. It is. It's I'm a baby, and it's comfortable to me. <laughs> I'm a baby too. So do you have any tips for visiting the park that you would like to pass along? You need to bring your own towels. Some people are under the impression you can buy the towels for or rent the towels for $2 a piece. If you are staying as a resort guest on property and you go, you just show them or you scan your band or show them a resort reservation. Somehow you tell them you're a resort guest and you don't have to pay the $2. Okay. But if you are somebody that's local, somebody staying off property, you're going to want to bring your own towels or be willing to pay $2 per towel. Now, I'm not sure if when your towel is wet, if you can trade it in for a dry one without having to pay another $2. I don't know that. But we just always bring our own towels. Mm-hmm. Um, the You can't use your resort mug there, but they have their own resort mug system. Like, And I think you just pay... And I don't think, I think it's kind of like the popcorn bucket thing where you buy a popcorn bucket and it says, good for length of stay. And for us, we're like, well, we never leave. (laughs) (laughs) And, or like, this is kind of um, the resort mugs you buy, or the Typhoon Lagoon mug. And I think it's the same mug for Blizzard because the mug has images of both parks. So I think they probably just have the same mug. So you would buy your $12 or something mug. And then each time you go, you can just renew knew it for eight dollars okay and it's unlimited soda all day so if you're a soda drinker or you like that I know that when I'm really really hot I'm not a huge soda drinker but I do want a coke um that's nice to have um I've seen a lot of people and we've been contemplating doing this put swim shoes on their kids there are a couple areas on the bridges that can get very slick um and we've seen a couple people wipe out on them Um, we have not had an issue yet, but if like, that is something that make sure you bring your swim shoes. Mm -hmm. There is also, I mentioned that there's sand. You can bring sand buckets. You can bring shovels. You can bring sandcastle stuff. Um, I am a weird one with sand. That's not on a beach. I have because Winnie likes to play in the sand, we've brought it. I feel like when you go to the ocean, Nature has a way of, like, recycling things. Yep. <laughs> and sand at Typhoon Lagoon, I'm just sitting there kind of saying a little prayer. Yeah. 
Um, but you can bring sand buckets and sand shovels. And I mean, we've let Winnie play and nothing. She's not gotten sick or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, you you can do that. They, I know they also have a lunch there that like you can get your kids. And I think it comes in a sand bucket with a sand shovel. Oh, cute. Um, so if you were wanting to eat on property and eat there, you could get the little sand bucket that way. And then they'd have a bucket to play with. Um, so you can do that. I'm trying to think what else they have coffee. They have a Joffrey's. There's no Starbucks there, but they do have a Joffrey stand. I think they have a couple Joffrey stand and then the donut stand is it's, they don't, I don't think they do coffee at the donut stand. It's just the donuts, Okay. but you can get Joffrey's coffee there. Um, I think that's it. I can't think of really anything else. There's not any swimsuit. I know at like some drying place, like our, Water parks, like there's areas we can stick a swimsuit in a canister and it dries everything out. Uh-huh. There's none of those. So you kind of have to like be prepared that you're going to leave with everything wet. Um, you have to, I believe, come and go with like men in a shirt and women wearing some sort of bottoms. Okay. Like, so you can't just show up, I think, with your kids in a swimsuit. We we just have, our girls have little terry cloth, terry cloth dresses that they mm-hmm. wear. And that's honestly... Unless we plan on going somewhere, we just take the wetsuit off of them and put the terry cloth thing back on them. And mm-hmm. that's what we leave in. So I think you do have to come and go in. F- Everything must be covered. Yeah, like a cover up. Yes. Um, Are like swim diapers required for kids? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. Every they And you got to go to the restrooms to change the swim diapers. But yes, they have to be in a swim diaper. But, and I, I see them though, I will say, checking the water frequently. <laughs> so that's always and, nice. And it, and I will, and this is something else I will say, it hasn't happened to Oliver at the, at Typhoon Lagoon, at some of the resort pools, what they use to clean the water really gets to his eyes. Mm-hmm. So when we stayed at Polly over the 50th, we did a lot of swimming and he was under the water a lot. He, after, I mean, we were there for like three, four hours and with him really doing some heavy swimming, his eyes were so red and hurt so oh. bad. And I heard our lifeguard mentioned, they were like, some people, this stuff really affects their eyes. So that's something to note that you might have a kid. It's not done it to any of our other kids. It's just him that has the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not had that at Typhoon Lagoon. But if you do have a kid that goes out and does spend a lot of time under the water, because that's the thing, it's not, there's not really a pool where a kid is just going to be swimming and jumping. Right. They're not being submerged a lot, then it might not be an issue. But I would imagine at Typhoon Lagoon, they're going to have that, this, whatever they're doing to keep the resort pools at, high cleanliness Mm -hmm. they're doing it at typhoon lagoon yeah for sure yeah do you know if you can wear goggles there i don't and you know i've not seen anybody they do provide life vests sometimes we bring our own because our kids find them more comfortable um and we have like a community pool in our neighborhood so we have them already um but they do have life vests um i make daisy and donald our kids are strong swimmers but just because we can't be with all four of them at once and we will let Daisy and Donald go farther out into the wave pool. I asked them to put them on for yeah. my own peace of mind. Um, but they have those. Um, I've not seen, I think it would be fine. 
That is something I've actually been pleasantly surprised because there's a lot of like, before we lived here, if we were to go to like a community pool, like up around us in St. Louis, they'd be like, you can't bring fun noodles and you can't, I don't know if you can bring that stuff, but like I've seen a kid just in wings. Mm -hmm. They're not as particular as the like community pools in St. Louis were. It seems like there's a they're a little more relaxed on that. I don't know. I've not seen anybody bring like a fun noodle in. I'm not sure what they would do if you tried to put that into the wave pool. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Donald and Daisy were like, "Can we bring our boogie boards?" And I was like, "Boogie boards." And I think they said they saw someone with one. Okay. They wanted to use it to jump the waves. Yeah, because that makes um, sense. If it's but a wave I've not pool. checked that to see if we actually can bring that. But that I feel like cool. goggles they'd be fine with. Okay. Yeah, because I know some – I almost feel like, like you said, like sometimes community pools are stricter than water parks, which I don't yeah. even understand why because it's like a rectangle. No, <laughs> and I mean, like, I've uh, been – when we've stayed in resorts, Ben has taken the kids and tossed them in the water, and we'd be told, no, you can't do that in other pools, and we're like, what? Like, yes. Yeah, they're – I mean, I don't know if it's just they have less lifeguards, whereas there's more Disney people watching that they are like – it's safe. It's, we know there's more eyes, mm-hmm. so it'll be Maybe. fine. I don't know. Yeah. So what is your favorite thing about Typhoon Lagoon? Be you pick like one favorite thing. Oh, I just like that. It's chill. That it's yeah. been so chill. I just like that. It's very, it doesn't, no one's really rushing anywhere to do anything. It's just been really, really relaxed. And like we can, Ben and I can just sit and watch them play in the water. And so I know a lot of times the other parks can feel very go, 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 especially for the vacationer who feels like they need to make sure that they have done X amount of things to make it worth the dime that they spent to come. Typhoon Lagoon feels like something that it would be a great way to have a chill day but also keep your kids entertained. Oh yeah. So that I just so like, nice. I don't even, I wouldn't even have to do anything at Typhoon Lagoon. I could just sit in a chair with my coffee the whole time and I'd be happy as can be. That sounds so nice. <laughs> yes. What would be your least favorite thing if you have one? So this is a comparison between how I felt Blizzard Beach was, but again, it's been a few years since I've been to Blizzard mm-hmm. Beach. So I'm not sure if this opinion could change. We used to do our experiences at Typhoon Lagoon where they had H2O glow nights for DVC people. And so you didn't, it was a night that if you were DVC, you could go in for free. Mm-hmm. Now it was at night. And I, you remember feeling when we could go to Blizzard Beach during the day, the kitty area of Blizzard Beach all feels more contained where like you can sit and see everything. Okay. The kitty area at Typhoon Lagoon and just Typhoon Lagoon feels very staggered in how it's built up. So it doesn't feel like I can very easily go, okay, I have one on this side and I have one over here. But because I can see them both, you kind of have to really say you we, we have to split up and have a parent with us if we're not staying in the same area. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not even recently. And that was, I don't know if that's also because we had like all our kids were three years younger. I've not felt it as much 
recently, but I haven't been able to have my comparison lately. Mm-hmm. It just, and I, I will say too, like my husband trying to explain, this is where I found a table to eat our many donuts because of the leveling off. And I, I'm, it's probably to make it feel bigger. Like it's a very small park comparatively yeah. and they do that to make things feel bigger. But I just am kind of lost. I get very easily turned around because I'm like, did I, was I over here? Do I need to go up? Are you mm-hmm. up? Are you down? Did you cross the bridge? Like, it feels very, like I can get turned around very yeah, easily. Kind of disjointed. Yes. Gotcha. But that would be, that would be about it. There were, there's a lot of restrooms that are easy to get to. The locker rooms are nice. I wish they were better lit. They're very, you're supposed to feel like you're in like a cabana, I think, probably okay. while you're trying. I'm like, I could use a, yeah. a light. <laughs> like I need so, some light in here. <laughs> yes. But that would be probably my only biggest complaint. Awesome. Well, I think that's all. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I had such a fun time talking with you. You're like a podcast expert. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Thank you, though. I appreciate the compliments. (laughs) So why don't you tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram or any other social media platform? Okay, so our my page is fourth star to the right, the number four T H, and then it's like second star to the right, Peter, not to Peter Pan nostalgia. Um, I am primarily on Instagram. I have a TikTok, but I will forget that that TikTok is there and not do anything <laughs> on it. <laughs> I am not good at spreading my abilities across platforms. So Instagram is my prime is the primary place that you can find me. Yeah, it's so hard. I don't know, like yeah. I'm like a one type of social media person. Yes, I don't. They all want certain things and they all want you to do certain things. And I'm like, can we can we not come together? Yeah. And just (laughs) come up with one set of rules. And then because I'll feel like, okay, well, I got Instagram down. And then you go over and you're like, no, that doesn't work on TikTok. Now, another rules on Instagram apply to TikTok. And I'm just left going. I don't know if I care enough. Yeah. (laughs) It's too much for my brain to handle. Especially for a mom. I'm like, I got enough stuff going on. I can't deal with this. Yes. (laughs) Yes. One, one social media platform is good for me to figure out right now. Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming on. You're welcome. Anytime we can talk about anything. (laughs) Yeah. So let me know if there's anything else you want to want to chat about. I'm happy to come on. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. I loved talking with Aubrey all about Typhoon Lagoon. And you know what? I'm thinking on our next trip, I might just schedule time to go over there. All of Aubrey's information on how to find her on Instagram, it's all in the show notes, so check it out. Also, to see pictures from a day at Typhoon Lagoon, go to our Instagram page at Disney Travel Tales. If you're enjoying the show, the best way to support it is by leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This is the easiest way to help the show grow, and I really appreciate it. I love interviewing guests and giving them a space to share their magical vacation stories and would love to have some feedback. Next week, I will be back with a new guest sharing her surprise travel tale. It is so much fun. So until then, this is Jenny, and may all your Disney travel dreams become a reality.